Welcome to another edition of Lens Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on a, my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. Does anybody make plans anymore? Just a question out there. Are we always being spontaneous? I wonder sometimes why more advance notice is not given for invitation to events anymore. Now, we used to mail invites to parties, but now, of course, that's way too much work to do that anymore. So we have the ability now to text people on a regular basis. But my question is, what is acceptable when it comes to an invite? What is the time frame? Is it two weeks? Is it one week? Is it the day of? Am I being, you know, hard on people? Is it, you know, what what is the real etiquette etiquette rather? So I figured I would look it up. So according to Emily Post, whether you're mailing invitations or inviting guests by phone or email or even text, timing is the key. Now you gotta you send an invitation too late and the guest may already been booked. You send it too early, it may be misplaced or forgotten. So the timing is really important. And you should err on the early side if your event is important, you know, or the guest list is gonna be large. Like an anniversary party, you know, three to six weeks is what they say. A bar and bat mitzvah is about a month. Uh casual party is the same day to two weeks, I guess, in that. So as a rule of thumb, the more formal the event, the longer the lead time should be. For example, you know, wedding invitations uh, should be mailed about six to eight weeks ahead of time. People are doing those save the date kind of annoying things, and that's all there. Um, whereas a bar about mitzvah, you do about four to six weeks ahead of time. Now, earliness is always encouraged, but what I'm trying to figure out for a less formal invitation, maybe a dinner or going out with friends, you know, what is the correct form? Getting a text at 5 o'clock on the night of saying, hey, you got time for dinner? I think that's a little much, you know? It seems like fun for some. And, of course, I'm weird, I guess. But there was a famous episode of Seinfeld that featured the pop-in, right? And now we're texting people. We don't just come over, but we will text people and say, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. You home? Well, the correct answer would be, you know, didn't they know if they would be in the neighborhood sooner? You know, now the real answer would be, yes, I am home, but I don't have pants on. And it's 8 o'clock, and I'm already in my jammies. So, you know, this communication of texting can be a blessing and a curse at the same time. So can anybody plan anymore? I'm not asking you to plan six months in advance, four months in advance, but I like the calendar. I like to be able to, you know, put stuff on my calendar, and I'm not always available. I'm sorry. I know people don't intentionally want to piss you off. I mean, they're just trying to invite you to places, which obviously is a good thing. But come on, no notice. Give me a little time. You know, it just seems like a lack of regard for your time. Hey, I'm free and I expect you to be free as well. But can't you give me at least a day notice? At least a day. I mean, sometimes things just pop up. I understand that. But I'm not sure what the proper method is on all this. And I know I'm probably being very difficult, like I usually am. But you text me at 5 o'clock and you want me to go out to dinner that night. It, it's a little tough for me to kind of make those type of plans. And I know I should be flexible. Again, I am being difficult like I usually am. With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. He is a longtime friend of mine from New Jersey. He has his own radio show called The Neighborhood Pub Party. Uh, let me say that again. Pub Party with Rich Ott. Please welcome Rich Ott to Lens Burning Bush. Rich, it's been too long. How are you, brother? 
I'm doing okay. I'm glad you're doing well as uh, as well. <laughs> How, how's everything? Everything's good with you and uh, the family. I we were talking about that a little bit before, so that's great. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Well, I appreciate that. Now, you have your, your own radio show, so you understand some of these things. But what I wanted to ask you is, am I being wrong? You know, I, I lately I've been getting texts from people, hey, it, you know, we're going to dinner tonight. You want to join us? And again, I love the fact that I get invited to places. This is not about that. But what is the, right. like, you know, get, expecting somebody at 5 o'clock to go to dinner at 7 o'clock is a little bit much, don't you think? Well, I mean, the whole thing is, is if you're making the invitation, you go in with the with the idea that there's a very good chance the person's not going to make it. I mean, you can always say, you say, hey, look, you know, I'm, we're going out to dinner. Hey, it'd be great if so and so could come along. Let's let's ask them if they're free. Cool. If not, we're still going out to dinner. <laughs> it's, no, agree. Just it doesn't. It's one of those things. It's one of those things. It's like, hey, if they can make it, great. If they can't, you know, whatever. Um, you know, and like you said, it's nice to be asked that you're that you're invited it's like so i mean if, if as long as the person going in and offering the invitation has no expectation that you are you know that you have to be there i mean it's like a matter of like if they don't go it doesn't matter i'm going anyway that's like if you decide to say hey i'm going to go to a movie it's like oh let me call a couple people see what they're doing nothing it's like well i'm going to a movie anyway i don't care uh, if uh, if uh, concert tickets or or sports tickets fall in your lap at the last minute, you call around, ask friends, so you don't have to sit there by yourself. At the same time, I'm going to see the show. <laughs> it makes no difference to me. So I mean, that's the. I mean, it depends on what the uh, idea in the head of the person offering the invitation is. If they're if they're bent out of shape because they call you last minute and you can't go, then that's on them. That has nothing to do with you. No, I, um, I, I, yeah. I agree with you. And you, you brought up a very good point, and, and I shouldn't be upset about it because you're right. This was kind of a – in this example that I'm, I'm giving, it was exactly what you said. They were going to go anyway. They wanted me to join. It wasn't like a big deal. And I did wind up joining. Yeah. So, it, again, this is not even about that. I just yeah. want to know, like, as this started, we also got the, a text recently, hey, I'm in the neighborhood, you guys home, and it's like <laughs> – I mean, I don't have pants on. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I just, it, it, it's kind of that situation where I think with the texting, people just go take advantage a little bit. You know you're going to be in the neighborhood earlier. Like, I wouldn't do that. To, like, if I was coming to New Jersey, Rich, and we've done this before, right. we've met yeah. uh, when I've been in, uh, coming to New Jersey, I send you guys a note and say, hey, I'm going to be around on Wednesday night. Can you guys make dinner? You know, I know I'm going to be in the area I'm going to let right. you know in advance. And I, I think maybe I'm just a little bit different. I like to give people a little bit heads up, advance notice. It's kind of like me going to my meetings for work. I'm always 10 minutes early and everybody gives me crap. You know, you're always early. And I like to be early. I like to know, you know, what my schedule is going to be. So I think, you know, that's oh, yeah. just me. Well, I, mean, the, I mean, the whole texting thing, is, you know, I'm in the neighborhood now. It's like, well, look, I mean, if you if you're out and you're doing something, and you say, hey, so-and-so doesn't live too far away from here. I'm not outside your house. I'm like, well, let's see. Hey, you say, oh, hey, I was in the middle of downtown. Uh, I was doing some shopping. I know you're like maybe 15, 20 minutes away. If Would it be cool if I stopped by? I mean, that's a simple That's a simple yeah. thing. It's like, if, and, it, and, you, and like you said, if you're say, they're saying, 
well, no, I, I don't have any pants on. Or no, we basically just ripped down the, the wall in the living room and we just are not in a position to receive guests. Um, or we, you know, we just uh, are demoed our bathroom. Uh, would, would, the, would that be a problem for you? Um, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, just, you know, then yeah, they could say, oh, okay, cool. It's like, I'll catch you next time. But yeah. if they're sitting out, I'm parked outside your house right now, um, um, or I'm walking to the door <laughs> as they're texting, you're like, yeah, okay, keep, I'll tell you what, why don't you just turn right back around, get in your car and, and, and be on your way, my friend. Again, I, I, I get it. I mean, people have different, I shouldn't expect, just like they shouldn't expect me to be home, I shouldn't expect to get that kind of advance notice. People are happy to right. see us. And they wanted to come over, and that's wonderful. Again, not a bad thing. I just made the comment, and I got into a little bit of a disagreement with my wife about this, but it was basically I thought that I should, if it was me, I would have given a little bit more of advance notice, even if it was the day right. of, not the minute of. Like in ten minutes, I'll be right. at your door, right? And it, I am, I, I, I'm pulling your mail out of your mailbox, and I'm bringing it yes, up to you. Exactly. Will you answer the door, please? It's like no, put it back in the mailbox. I like getting it myself. Now go away. So again, just to clarify, I was happy to see people. I'm, I'm not the misery that I'm sounding like, or the old man on the lawn, even though I am. I just want to know, like, I like to know my schedule. Like, if I'm already kind of settled for the night, I don't want guests. Does that make sense? You, if you're settled oh, for the no, night, you absolutely. Yeah. That makes absolute perfect sense. Unless it's somebody you, you wouldn't mind sharing a couch with under a blanket in your jammies. Yeah. There's, no reason to, there's no reason to say, hey, come on in. Yeah. It's, it's and fine. I don't think anybody wants to see me in my jammies. So that's kind of where we go. You know, we just want to. <laughs> But no, I, I think that it's great, again, to get invited. This is not about, you know, hey, you know, don't invite me to places. I like to be invited. And I think that it's just, why can't we just plan? Why can't we say, hey, two weeks from now, Rich, let's get together and let's do it. Let's send you a text. And, and that's what I do with some of my other friends. I'll, you know, we get together for happy hour. So uh, we plan one. And at the, at the next happy hour, at the happy hour that night, We'll say, hey, two weeks from now, let's put it on our calendar. I mean, right. I think that that's better. For me, I like that better. But a lot of people are different. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I love all my friends, and I, I shouldn't uh, bitch and moan about getting invited. I just wanted to know what the real etiquette was for invitations these days. But you brought up a very good point. You said, hey, it's kind of like the old days when we used to go to the movies and get the phone call. Hey, you want to go to the movies tonight? I got, or I got an extra ticket to the to the Ranger game or the Devil game. That would be a good thing. And um, you know, and so again, you've you've brought me in the right direction because um, yeah. I shouldn't be upset at getting invited, and it doesn't matter if it's last minute or not. So let's just. Uh, chalk that up to hey at least you're getting oh, yeah. invited and shut your mouth right that's the way it goes oh yeah i mean i i mean i i've had a i have a, i have basically a list of people i run down that uh if i'm if i get you know something falls in my lap like tickets for a concert or a play or you know or a or whatever um i i basically have a list and it's like okay let me ask this person first if they can't go then i'm on to number two and then i'm on to number three and then eventually, after you've done through five or six, then you're like, okay, I guess I'm going by myself. Yeah. But either way, yeah. But at least, and the thing is, and the thing is, is you're like, hey, it's like, you know, I'm going anyway. And it's like, and and depending on who you're going to see or or what you're going to see, you know, your 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 list will, you know, 
move because you're like, oh, this person really likes this or this person really likes that. So they move to the top of the list and then everybody else shifts, shifts down accordingly. Right. So it's like, but yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's one of those, I mean, like I said, I used to have, uh, I still do it when things happen, but I used to have like a running list of people. It's like, oh, it's like a baseball ticket. So I know who to call or, uh, oh, got a concert ticket or, oh, tickets for a Broadway show. Yeah, I got, I got that person. It's like, you know, last minute it's like, and it's like, and, and a lot of times it was fine. It's like, you know, people could make it, but a lot of times they're just like, oh yeah, I got to go do something with my parents or I've got to. I've got to deal with this or I got, I can't get out of work. Hey, fine. Not a problem. I'm still going, but I, it, yeah, I made the offer and it's like, at least I, I feel good that I made the offer. They feel good that they've been asked. As you said, you like being asked. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so, I mean, it's all, it's all good. All the, all, all around at that point. All right. So I'm open season now. I guess I've, I've come to the dark side and I am good with somebody sending me a text at five o'clock to go to the dinner. I went anyway. So I, I bitch and moan yeah. about everything, but I, I just wanted yeah, to know that it's, it's just kind of interesting. Now I hate the fact, I will tell you this. I hate the fact that I'm so busy that I can't go to more things because I've got, I don't, I don't know about you, but one thing that I really don't like is when I have a weekend that is just packed with stuff to do. Like when you've got their whole calendar is, is, is booked on a Saturday and then you have no time to do anything. It's just, I I don't know about you, but I look at my calendar, I get exhausted because I do high school football. I've got that on Fridays and then I get this, you know, if you got something on Saturdays, you're like, oh my God, the whole weekend is just about, you know, you only have your Sunday. So I hate being that busy that, you know, everybody says, well, you're the busiest man I know. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. It's just. The way it, yeah. it happens to be, but well, the only well, the only thing is, is if you're doing the things that you really like to do. I mean, yeah. if your if your weekend is bogged down with like, okay, I got to do yard work, uh, I have to go to the dentist, I have to get a haircut, you know, yeah. stuff like that, and you're then it's like, oh man, then it's a real drag. But if you're doing the stuff you love, you know, even if it is work, um, you know, it's it's not so bad. It's not so bad then. No, no, I would agree with you. So again, we we figured this out. But how about uh, did you see um, over the course of the week uh, that William Shatner, you know, obviously went to space? Did you see that with yep. Bezos and apparently he and his three crew ma- uh, crewmates of the Blue Origins, New Shepard, they returned to Earth. There was a big eleven minutes. All this for eleven minutes, kind of interesting. But with the only the thing that I took from this, which is kind of funny, is that William Shatner is still. William Shatner, right through this whole thing, you know, he he puts. I don't know if you saw it, but he had his uh, jacket on, and he's got the little. Um, I don't know if you saw the picture of him, but it said "Suck it, Picard." I thought that was really. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Um, yeah. uh, you know, he's just sitting there. He he talked about. You know, he was overcome with emotion. Uh, Jeff mm. Bezos said he told he said it was so moving. This experience has been something unbelievable. He said. The blue down there, the black up here. So he he was um, he was very appreciative. And at ninety years old, God bless him. If if I'm ninety, um, I want to I want to go to space too. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Well, that, yeah, I mean that, that is pretty cool. I thought the interesting thing, like right off the bat, was when you look at you know it's like oh there's Bill Shatner, and then you look at Blue Origin, you're like saying okay, Captain James T. Kirk, the most notoriously horny man in Starfleet. <laughs> in going off into space in a rocket shape like well 
Yeah. You know what it's shaped like. Exactly. We don't... <laughs> you're, like, you're just like, if that's not type, I don't know what. Not, yeah. And honestly, I would have, I think I would have cracked up if his words before, just before liftoff were like, okay, let's go bang some green chicks. <laughs> I was just going to say <laughs> that. The... That would have been, been perfect. It's like, let's go bang some green chicks, boys. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, that's awesome. Because I was just thinking about the green woman. It was like the Eddie Murphy thing. And look yeah. at him, he's screwing the green you know, woman. Uh, but that's pretty much him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just, you know. It's like Shatner. I actually, I brought this up last week on my show with Dave Lanahan. I thought that Bezos should get together with Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox and do a Back to the (laughs) Future 2039. And it'd be like, we're going to space, Marty. We're all, you know, we're going out there. We're we're back in space now. (laughs) A new new rocket Uh ship that's basically a time, you know, we're going to screw up the time continuum. (laughs) I think that would be a, a, a good episode. There you go. Oh, that would be fun. That would, that would be fun indeed. Yes. Yeah. Back to the uh, future. You know, it's in funny. Space. You know, it's funny. I was just I was just reading something that was posted by um, some fellow that I used to that I know from back in school, grade school, actually. And there was this, uh, and he was posting something from another fellow that we know from grade school, high school, who is uh, its name's Doctor Adam Frank. He is an astrophysicist, and he was on uh, CNN, and he was talking about Shatner going into space and how this was something that there's something just inspiring about James Kirk going into space because it bodes well for our future. In that it's like if you remember all the old Star Trek episodes, they were, you know, it's like this is the future. There, people of all colors, nationalities are all together and space is part of our future and the earth is better off for it and all that sort of thing and he says this is kind of one of those things where you say yeah people realize it's like you know what we got to do something about making the earth a a better place in terms of both physically a better place uh and then also spiritually a better place and that's you know it's one of those things that you see that happen you see him going into space it's kind of symbolic of all of that going forward so i thought that was uh, a, a interesting and uh take to you know to have on it yeah and people people criticize like they they criticize bezos for doing this because it's so much you know so much money and he could be using his money differently you can't tell people how to use their money especially as i I talked about last week f you money when you have f you money you could do whatever you want it's pretty much you know well, the problem, the, my only problem with Bezos is, yes, he has FU money, but unfortunately, the FU is a lot of times towards the U.S. tax system. So, I, <laughs> well, that's I another. I, I mean, honest, honestly, I wouldn't mind if he paid his fair share of taxes and then still went into space. That's great. My only my only issue is, hey, dude, pay your taxes and then let's go joyride. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can go joyride wherever you want after that. That's but uh, that's another a, story. Let's put a little more into the, Let's put a little more into the the coffers so everybody benefits. Well, that that's good. So you and I were having a conversation earlier about something mm-hmm. that, that burns my bush uh, as well as it's burning your bush now. So I have Dish Network uh, right now. And okay. one of the things that I don't like, and, and you get involved with, it's not the company. It's like Dish, DirecTV. They all have Comcast. All of these companies have these things where – you know, they get into arguments and it's kind of like what I call pissing contests with providers, right? And who suffers in the end, right? We do as customers. So I have, I live in the Cincinnati area. So I have Dish Network and I cannot 
watch the Cincinnati Reds locally. And one of the things why I can is because the company is owned by Sinclair that make that that covers the Reds games. It's the Bally Sports Channel, whatever it's called. Bally. Right, yeah, right, right. Which it changed from Fox Sports to Fox Sports Ohio to Bally, right? So the the right. problem I have with all of this is that I pay for the MLB app, right? Well, actually, T-Mobile right. does, but that's another story. Um, so the T-Mobile the app allows me to watch Major League Baseball. But when I go to the Reds games, it says, sorry, it's blacked out. because So I have no avenue to watch the games. And these companies get into pissing contests, and, and, the, and the consumer who's paying the money doesn't get to see the games. Now, you're experiencing the same thing now where you can't watch our beloved New Jersey Devils now. Is that true? No, I, I, I can't. Well, not not just the Devils. I can't watch the Devils, the Islanders, or the Rangers, oh. uh, or the Knicks. But I don't care about basketball, so that doesn't matter. But you know, I've got three hockey teams. I can't watch a one of them because Comcast decided that. Well, they're in a they're they're in a, like you said a pissing contest with uh, Dolan over at MSG Networks, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And honestly, I think the NHL should step in because. You know, whether people realize it or not, you can't have Comcast who own the Flyers and Spectrum and the uh, channel that the Flyers are broadcast on. And they're basically by denying access to the MSG networks, they have taken revenues out of the pockets from three of their divisional competitors. And it's like, that's just wrong in so many ways. If I mean, if, if honestly, if I was the NHL, if I was Gary Bettman, I'd say, eh, you guys got to get this figured out now. And it ain't, ha and it's not going to happen or what they should, or what the NHL should do. And this is it. And it's, I would think it would be very simple to do because they know what system you're on. If you get the center ice package, or if there's a game on the NHL network that is local, like last night, the devil's game was on the NHL network. They didn't show it on the NHL network. We got like the best 20 players right now from like 10 years ago. Uh, right. So it isn't really right now, but, but you know, but they, it got blacked out on the NHL. What they should do is they should say, Hey, look for people on these cable systems, because we know the games aren't being carried by their normal providers because they've dropped the channels. Well, you know what? On these cable systems, there are no blackouts. Right. They're not there are no blackouts because, hey, these people we're, we how can we expect people to say, oh, because we can't watch these things that we want to watch these hockey games, which is relatively a small portion of the amount of TV they watch. How can we say it's like, well, guess what? It's your fault that you didn't drop your cable company or your satellite company and sign up with another one that's carrying it and therefore change your your television, your Internet your telephone and any other service that you already have provided through these other people, you have to now uproot all of that and move to another company because, Hey, as a league, we really don't care about the inconvenience to you. We, we expect you, you to watch our games no matter what. Well, and I'd rather just say, no, I'm not going to watch the games. No, I know that. And w w at the end, we all suffer because we can't watch the games. Yeah. Like, again, I, I would like to watch a yeah. few Reds games every once in a while. I mean, it, it would be nice, especially when I have the MLB app. But what I find right. interesting is if I go to the Bally's app, it says sign in with your provider. Well, there is no provider. Yeah. I can't sign in and I can't oh, yeah. watch it even online. Uh, it, it It's ridiculous. 
and you can't even pay like an extra fee to get it. I think if, if you know, and this, this is a whole topic uh, that I did an episode on earlier when we talked about existing customers should get the same deal. And this goes back, a friend of mine, we were having the same conversation that, that you and I are having in the, in the sense of, you know, you've got this company that you're with and you've been there for two years or, or for 10 years or 15 years or whatever the, the years are, and they've been screwing you and you want to get a better deal. And you say, hey, look, if a new, new customer or a new person moves into my house, they're going to get the, the, the good deal. Why can't I get that deal now? Like, I have yeah. to move to another company to get this deal so that I could watch the Devils, the Rangers, and whatever. And it's just ridiculous that Comcast has the right to do that. And you don't have right. a right as a customer to get these games and somewhat and tell Comcast to piss off. Well, actually, it's, I'm, I'll tell you right now, I am willing to make a deal with Comcast. Here's what you can do for me. It's like I get the SEC channel. Don't care. Big Ten channel. Yeah. Don't care. Tennis channel. Don't care. Golf channel. Don't care. NBA TV, as I said, not into basketball. Don't care. Um, certain news networks and their business associates. Yes. Don't, don't care, care and would rather <laughs> would rather they fall into the deep abyss. And I'd be like, all right, here, here are a half dozen to a dozen channels I don't care about. I will trade you for the MSG networks. I think there are there's a maximum of three. <laughs> if if the Islanders, Rangers, and Devils are playing, you know, different teams on the same night, it's like then they are they're on you know the MSG one plus and plus plus whatever it is. But I will trade you you know a dozen other networks just bring back the msg and you can take the money that i would pay you for that and put it towards the cost of msg i've always been a or here's, of or you can or what you could do is you could reduce the price of my my package because i am paying for a quote sports package and uh, i'll tell you what you could give me back 25 30 bucks and add a loss at about half the cost i have to entail in order to use like some sort of streaming service that i have to pay 70 dollars for that gives me all these channels I don't want, but it also gives me the sports channels I need. Right. And so, you know, so either way, you you owe me something here, Comcast. I you think, really do. I think the biggest problem with all these services, and even the newer ones, even the streaming services, even the slings and the Yahoo TV, oh, yeah. you know, you you know, YouTube TV, and all these things, right? All of these could be summed up by what you just said. We get for fifty dollars, you get fifty channels that you want to watch and that would be a way to figure it out but see the problem with that and the reason why comcast is you know taking off msg is not because they want to screw you which i would believe they do but that's another story for another day but i think that the reason is too that msg is trying to gather more money from comcast and comcast is just saying look you're not getting this extra money for me, but we are basically having billionaires fighting with billionaires right. to take care of the average working person who wants to get this channel. And we suffer with this argument. It's like parents, you know, and the kids yeah. suffer in the divorce, right? You, you've got these two big conglomerates arguing and, and we can't watch our TV. Give me my TV. Well, I'll well, I'll tell you right now, it would be very simple if, like, you know, in your case, Bally Sportsnet, or in my case, MSG, just said, hey, guess what? It's like, all right, we, we're going to be part of these cable systems. The day these cable systems decide, uh, we don't want to carry you anymore. Oh, okay, that's fine. We have an app that you can put on your phone, 
we could put you could put a, an app on your Roku TV or whatever smart TV you have. It's like we have an app. You can sign up and just get us for an extra $750, $10 a month. You just pay for our app and that's it. You don't have to pay $70 for a for a service that gives you, you know, sports and entertainment and everything else. They don't offer you a sports package. That's fine. You just want to see us? That's here yeah. you go. Well, you, that's what you, you, here's your app. But we will give you we will give it to you directly if these guys don't want to give it to you at all. And honestly, they're doing the games anyway. They're doing the productions anyway. All they have to do is send the feed to the app. It's the same thing as if they're sending it out to the cable company. It's really not a whole lot of heavy lifting for them. No. And you can say, all right, we're going to subscribe directly to you and we'll stream your we'll stream your damn channel. It doesn't matter. It's like, you know, it's like at that point you can say, yeah, okay, you got rid of them. That's fine. Reduce my cable bill because you're not carrying that anymore. And I'm going to just pick this up on my own. Thank you very much. Well, it's kind of like what the NFL has done. I mean, they basically do that. The NFL basically has said, yeah. look, you know, you're going you're gonna to get your local games on. Uh, you're going to get, uh, you know, the Jets, the Giants in your area, and I get the, the Bengals, whatever. You get those games. Right. And if you want to watch your team, then you can pay for the uh, NFL season ticket or whatever it is, the Sunday ticket, and you can watch the games. See, and there should be no blackouts in that case, but, of course, there is, you know, they work it. But right. getting back to that, you know, you, you shouldn't have a blackout if you're – not allowed to watch it on whatever system. So these these yeah, companies like Comcast and and um, you know Spectrum and all these other companies, they don't want you to go to Bally's and pay seven ninety five because they want you to right. subscribe to theirs. So that's what they're doing here. They're stopping you from watching it on one end, and they don't want you to go somewhere else to watch it. It's kind of like that girl that you were dating. You don't like her anymore, but you don't want someone else to date her. That's kind of the way. Right. <laughs> it's kind of that way. Yeah, actually, actually, I've been on the receiving end of that. It's like I've had, I've had, I've had <laughs> girls that I've that I've shown attention to and everything, and they couldn't, wouldn't get, didn't care about me. The minute one somebody else showed some attention, they, then they get all pissy on you, and you're like, "What happened here? You said get out of here. You're not interested. What is this all of a sudden?" And then they're still not really interested. They just don't like the idea that you might be sharing attention with someone else. Agreed. And and, and it's, with, it's amazing. With yeah. that being said, I have a story to tell you. So we were talking about parents arguing and ending up in divorce. Well, what happened? See, this is an interesting thing. When a, when a, when a woman gets divorced, right, what happens to the wedding dress, right? Do they keep the wedding dress? Do they get ticked off about the wedding dress? Well, I've got a story where there's a woman from Massachusetts. So listen to this. She took matters into her own hands. Her name is Chrissy Blake. She's from uh, Nutritious from Massachusetts. She decided she had a $1,400 wedding gown. And this is why I always believe that we spend way too much money on weddings. And we could do a whole episode on this. Uh, why people do, I don't know. But she had a $1,400 wedding gown. Now she got divorced and she just said, you know what? She had, uh, she set her wedding dress on fire she put alcohol okay. all over this dress and she said you know what um we're divorced it was a divorce theme photo shoot after she split with her ex-husband she claimed that her husband cheated on her six times through the relationship in the three-year marriage so she decided to go with this she saw other people she took her children along for the shoot and they dragged the dress through the mud and soaked it in wine before eventually burning the thing now, this woman 
but again, this is why, you know, they, they marriages, you know, 60% of all marriages end in divorce. The other 40% think about it. And this woman is burning her. She got divorced and now she decided, you know, what? I don't need this wedding dress anymore. And she just burned it to the ground. Well, I'll tell you what, if, if nothing else, it must be liberating at that point. It's like, it's like, oh, we're exercising the demons. Thank you very much. And let's get out of here. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, you, can easy, you can easily, you can easily take it to a secondhand shop and say, here, like, you know, uh, it's $1,400 dress. Give me, uh, give me like, you know, two fifty for two two dollars fifty cents, and it's yours. Sell it to somebody else. It's like I wish him better luck than I had. You she know? would rather see it burn to the ground than someone else wear that dress too. That's another thing. Even though she didn't like the guy anymore, she didn't right. want somebody else to wear that dress because it was tainted well, to the fact that they got divorced. Exactly. That's that's kind of how that works. But speaking well, you of, know, you got bad juju there, man. Yeah, you just it, you just want to stay away from. You just want to stay away from that bad karma and that thing. Just, don't wish that on anybody else, really. No, we don't want bad juju. Now, speaking of non-bad juju is your radio show, The Neighborhood. Yeah. I can't even say it, The Neighborhood Pub Party. I have to stop with the the P, the popper stopper. But can you give me, uh, you know, let's see how people can listen to it. it it's a good show, and, and people should be, should be tuning in. How can we consume this wonderful show, Rich? Well, okay, well, Neighborhood Pub Party with Rich O., is on WSRX uh, LP in Vernon, New Jersey. And that is a basically a, a low power uh, community radio station uh, in Vernon, New Jersey. And uh, if you're in the Vernon area, you know, going through Traction Park or uh, or anywhere up there, <laughs> then you can uh, you can you can listen to over the airwaves on 107.9 FM or what you can do is you can hop on to uh, vernonfm.org and stream it through your computer, or you can hop on the TuneIn app, uh, not the TuneIn app, I'm sorry, MyTuner app. TuneIn doesn't carry for some reason, and we've asked them to, but the MyTuner app, sorry, MyTuner app, and you can find us there as well. So it's WSRX uh, in Vernon, New Jersey. Now, my show is on uh, Monday nights at 7 p.m., and then we replay it again at 4 p.m. on Thursdays. And it's uh, basically a, uh, well, if you've ever listened to The Underground Garage, it's like that's kind of our, uh, that's kind of our inspiration. We try to mix in garage rock and uh, power pop and R&B and soul and just a whole lot of good stuff. Uh, as a matter of fact, I can give you a recent playlist. We uh, Let me just give you a few things from a recent playlist here. We got uh, Rolling Stones, Hot Stuff, Curtis Mayfield, Move On Up, B.B. Buell and the B-Sides, Windy Words. Uh, uh, let's see, Grand Funk Railroad, we're an American band. Laverne Baker, C.C. Ryder, uh, Kurt Baker, Keep It Tight, uh, King Khan with Lost in Love. Uh, just uh, all kinds of good stuff that uh, you mix it together and it's a whole lot of fun. And the idea is like, you know, it's neighborhood, it's the kind of like, you know, if you're going to your neighborhood corner bar and it's, you know, basically a DJ spinning tunes for you. And it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's something, if you want to dance, you dance. If you just want something cool to listen to, that's what we try to do, you know? Well, I will put it in the link in, in this episode, so we'll have it. Uh, this uh, We'll have it all there, so uh, make sure you listen. You can also like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook, at Lens Burning Bush. You can follow at Lens Burning Bush on Twitter. The YouTube channel also is up, Lenny L1015, and you can um, hear all these episodes on YouTube, not the video, just the audio portion. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Tune in. You can even ask Alexa 
to play Lens Burning Bush. Make sure you say Lens Burning Bush podcast, though, because I don't know what comes up the other way. But we're on Pandora, <laughs> Stitcher, and all these other places where you can consume all of it. And we've got uh, some countries are listening to Lens Burning Bush uh, as well. So it's all over the place. Uh, we don't know. We're It's kind of, uh, uh, I just keep doing it. You're, this is episode 80, Rich. And thank you so much for uh, being a guest here. I really appreciate it. We'll have you on again because uh, we could keep oh, okay. telling stories, hockey stories, every story. It's oh, always yeah. good. It's always good. And when I'm back in New Jersey, I will text you an hour before we're going to go out, and I will send you the text. Say, I'm in the neighborhood. You Are you home? <laughs> you know, and you'll go. There you go. It sounds good yeah, to me. Yeah, and you'll go, <laughs> new phone, who this? right? That's what you're going to do. <laughs> new phone, who this? Well, thanks to uh, Rich Ott. I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back with another episode of Lens Burning Bush next week. So long.